G'day, guys, and welcome back to the Arsenal Shirt Podcast. It is episode seven. G'day, Nick. How you going? God, not too bad, Seb. How about you, mate? Yeah, not too bad. We, me and Nick, both got our uh, jabs in the last in the last couple of days. So, yeah, first ones. My arm is yeah, increasingly my arm's increasingly sore. I get the, the Pfizer one, so I don't have as much yeah. effects as you had for your AZ. Yep, I had the AZ and I went down like I got hit by a truck, but that's all right. <laughs> Feeling, I'm getting better as the hours go by. Yeah, I know, but it is what it is. When we get our second one, I'm going to be worse. You're going to be perfect. Trust me. <laughs> it is what it is. We've got to do our thing so we can go to the pubs and watch the Arsenal lose. All right. Because we're still in lockdown as it is. We're still in lockdown we're over still here. still in lockdown. That's how it goes, but still going. It's still going. Still going. Yep. So, as 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 you know, we're still on the Webex, but we're doing what we can. Big shout out to Webex for keeping the show going. Big fans. Big fans. That's All the right, way. You know what to do next, Nick? All right, we're going into kit of the day now. This is going to be interesting. This is the away eighty two eighty three. So this is the green and blue, which is a one time off. I've never seen it ever again. But the green with the blue sleeves, mate. It's the only time you ever see Arsenal wear these two colour schemes together, I think. So, it's the only time in history, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think we've had a blue, white, yellow, red, that's it. And then there's this one season where we've worn green. So, this is Umbro and JVC. With the nice, yeah, the gunner badge on the side, like the actual cannon in the opposite direction. It's, it's got the AFC, like in the balls. Yeah, I like it. Like, yeah, it's, re- it's really cool. It's really unique here. It's, it's a 50-50 if you think this is going to be good or bad, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But like, oh my god! Look at them in it's their not, shorts. It's, I don't think you can't call it a, tra- a traditional color because we only wore it once. But the problem is, but it was true. Yeah. It is, but when you try and get your hands on one of these, they go for expensive prices. These ones, especially I'm like sure. it's there's a lot of them come without the JVC, which is like six hundred AUD upwards, which is wow. I, it's mad. I'm not going to even try and bother getting that until I get a deal. But it is what it is. Um. Like I said, the only one wearing a green, I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest with you. Mm. Well, the players that wore it would have been Paul Davis, Kenny Sand, Som, Alan Sunderland, Brian Talbot. Obviously, uh, I think most of these guys, hopefully, are not passed away, but they are yep. decently old men now, you would think. Yeah, I know. Like, in the photo here, I've got them. They've got the old school ball. They've got the traditional good old Adidas boots, just the black with the white stripes, and then they're wearing their nice short shorts, the blue ones, nice and shiny. So good on good on those players and yeah I, I I I rate it but don't really rate it at the same time so I'll let you go first with the rating. Since I'm not a big fan of it, I'm gonna give it a six point five. A six point five? Yeah, I'm gonna go the same six point five for me as well. So that's a total of six point five, and I'm a hundred percent sure that is at the bottom currently. To be honest with you, because yeah, I think it's at the bottom. This kit, yeah, no, nah, it's just it's. Just, I just I, I just love the badge. Yeah, no, the, the badge, badge. That traditional badge, yeah. The badge is awesome. Don't get me wrong on that one, but... I don't really like the blue sleeves. Maybe if they made the sleeve. I don't know what color, but... And it's got, like, a little bit of white to, like, some... Red 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 yeah, yeah, I don't know. It is what it is, that kit. It's, it, right. it's never been worn ever again. Like, if you look at the history of the kits, it's all just yellow, blue, yellow, blue, and then green. What? And then back to yellow, blue, all the way through, and a couple, like, golds, whites, the typical ones we have in there. Mm-hmm. Like a purple mm-hmm. one, even. Wow. Yeah, God. purple one. But that's how it is. So, what new kits have you bought in this past week or so that we've uh, recorded since the last one? Um, I've actually purchased one and traded another one. So, we'll get into the th- first thing I did first was I traded with good old Tim from shout out to the Football House AU once again. Thank big you. Big fans. Um, big fans of the show. I had a uh, Santi Cazola, uh, twenty third, twenty twelve to fourteen. I yep. think. Oh yeah, that was yep, twenty twelve to fourteen. Yep. 
and it was brand new with tags and it's just been sitting in my wardrobe and for me with my shirts i look after them but i want i like to wear them and because it had tags on it i wasn't wearing it obviously and i was just sitting there and I, was, I was trying to find the best opportunity to trade it and tim yep. listed up on his uh on his page an oxlade chamberlain the oxford long sleeves yep. same you know same uh size a uh, medium so i was just like i need it got it got to pop in the question yeah i popped in the question in the instagram dms and he agreed straight away so thank you tim you Legend. helped my collection and i helped him his as well because he ended up i think selling it to one of his good customers so it was a win-win um which is yep. really good it was a really good deal for all and yeah again just thank you for that long sleeve once yeah i i, I love you got to save the long sleeve i love the long sleeves i, I was definitely yep. going to take it even though it wasn't brand new with tags but it just worked out for me in the end so yeah that was really good and then secondly um i just i recently sold in hybrid uh a 20 2005 2006 hybrid kit so i was looking for one and who would have thought sam from inner league in a league of its own on instagram and i think it was on depot but he got rid of it i think he's on ebay still oh, can't as remember. Well. um hooked me up with a, a thierry Henry that he uh sourced and printed himself well i think he has someone that prints it but it's still to do with him yeah um so yeah, that I got that today, and I'm wearing it as we speak because I actually can't take it off. It's that good. That good. <laughs> it's yeah. Big shout out to you, Sam. Uh, you're a legend, mate, and you're you've supplied two of the kits now in my collection, and so obviously you're a big part of the collection I have, and you you really have helped me a lot. So yeah, that's that's a big thank you to you, and you sold me for a really good price as well. So I can't cannot complain at all, and it's literally in the perfect condition. Um. So yeah, that. That's that's a kudos to you, Sam, because all your pieces they're just brilliant. They are brilliant, and it's not just Arsenal; it's all the other teams. You have got a few Barcelona ones that's just come up today. I think you had a Ronaldinho today. Yeah, I've seen that. So just get get on his page. If not even if you aren't an Arsenal fan, whatever fan you are of whatever football team, he will have a vintage shirt or yeah. even a sweater or some supporter gear. He has it. So just get onto his page, send him a message. He will help you out. Yep, absolutely. What a legend Sam is. Like I said, I've got my um, the Lightning Bolt 95 here. Still beautiful for him with Paul Merson. Yeah, that's that's well, amazing, yeah. that jersey. 100%. Like, I can vouch for the guy to say he is one of the, probably, if not one of the best for the vintage sellers as well. Especially in Melbourne as well. 100%. It helps us out heaps as well. So, is that all you've bought at the moment? So, I think... Oh yes, there is actually one more. Yeah, the one, just, one, in the, just before, just before, just in the coming hours. Um, almost forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, I was on eBay just before, and I was um searching a few bids that I was winning, and I ended up winning a 2006 to 2007 away shirt with the Fly Emirates. So beautiful. Um, Cesc Fabregas. So I won Ooh. that for a decent, really good price. I think around forty pounds. So. <laughs> That's obviously, I think, a good price, and he's come. It's come from the UK, so actually, sorry, no, it's come from Poland. Oh yeah, but it, it was on eBay UK, yep. whatever. But it's coming from Poland. It's an authentic shirt in good condition. I was speaking to the owner of the shirt, and he's like, "Oh, congratulations!" Um, he's already posted it out for me, which is good. Oh, what a guy! What a guy! So I should see that in uh, the middle of September, but because of the delays, maybe a bit later. Yeah, but I appreciate him, and I've got the uh, patches for it ready to get. He pressed on once it were uh, sorry <clears throat> i'm stuttering here once that's it okay. arrives once it arrives so um that's going to be good and yeah that's been three purchases now i'm not sure if i'll flip that or if i'll keep it i'm not too sure yet yeah um so 
yeah, let's. If I once I see it in real life, because obviously it's just through picture uh, through the internet. But if it's yeah. actually good, good enough, I actually forget. I uh, forget a little profit I'll make because it won't be much profit. Forget the profit. I might keep it because that is a, a nice ultra rare kit. You don't really see much. Yeah, like I said, I've got that with brand new with tags, mind you. So yeah, I know exactly how that is. And that is like, it's a great jersey. Like I've got the O2 version of it as well. I want the Dubai version, but that is extremely oh, the Dubai, Good luck finding the Dubai, yeah. Good luck to find that. If I can get that, that's good enough for my collection there. But I can say it's a beautiful jersey for you too. Yeah, so. I've, I've purchased two, sorry. Purchased two and traded one. So I, I've had a really active week this week, which I'm happy about, which can go straight onto the podcast, which, you know, gives us... A lot more motivation to record because you know here we yeah. go we've got a lot of shows to go through so how about yeah. you Mitt? I've only I've only purchased the one. I can't talk today nah, that's all right <laughs> I mean I've only actually purchased one because I have not found anything you know going for my price range and you know tickling my fancies I would say for the away jersey and the thirds but I did pick up this year's third jersey that we just got released I talked about it a little bit in the last episode got it in the long sleeve which is just oh my god and it's got Kieran Tierney in the Arsenal special numbers as well the cup numbers. Yep, the cup numbers. The, so, cup, the cup numbers just make it so good as well. It, like I the, think the design. It, it changes the design of this jersey massively compared to the rest, and I love it. And I've got it on right now. It's long sleeve. I, this is probably the first brand new long sleeve because I've obviously got a player spec one in the back here from the late 2000s. But this is like, I just said to myself, I want long sleeves. I don't give a crap. Save the long sleeve. Yeah, they won't wear them all year. I don't care. I'm wearing it myself. They won't my, even wear them at all, which is really frustrating. It's frustrating, yeah. And um, I think my plan for it will either be the FA Cup. So if we redo the badges we did from last year, the patch where it yeah. had, like, you know, how many FA Cups won, I'll chuck it on here. But if we have a successful Carabao Cup run, why not get a Carabao Cup? chuck them on. Might chuck that on because, you know, yeah. we're looking good after that one for once. But we'll get into that very, very soon. But that is the only kit I've bought at the moment. And... On the topic of kits, we've got, at the moment, there's rumoured is the Arsenal Highbury, the one you were just talking about, Seb. They're remaking it, Adidas. Yeah, so Adidas have decided uh, to launch a 2006-inspired Arsenal shirt this year, which is a bit frustrating in my end. I think they should just leave that kit alone. It's just history and all all, all above of it. Like, I, I just don't want them to touch it, but it looks like they're going to. Yep. Um, so it's look it's looking like it's going to be launched around November or December, and it's going to include a jacket, a jersey, a shirt, a crew sweater, and a crew T-shirt in a maroon and the gold colorway sort of thing. Interesting, interesting. Um, and the, the official colors, it's going to be called like a noble maroon, I think. Yeah, because I don't think they can use the specific wording because, as of course, it's a Nike-branded jersey, but yeah. Arsenal want to just, I don't know what they're doing right now. They're trying to redo these Nike jerseys, even though they don't really need to they're not yeah. i want them to go recreate some of their actual classic adidas's from very late 80s early 90s because i know they did the bruce banana a couple seasons ago but let's get a few more going how about that yeah like this year's third is trying to be based more off those lightning bolt ones which were all nike for the time and then this home one was i think kind of reminiscent of a couple older nike ones as well but mm. uh, just i don't know i don't I, I don't think i'll be getting it i don't yeah, know about I, you to be I, honest I don't think I'll be getting it. Like, obviously, it might... I've seen a few leaks. I don't know if you've seen a few leaks as well, but... Yeah. To me, it's just, it's just ruining the whole history. And then it's a Nike... Th- it, it just looks weird with an Adidas logo. It's a Nike thing. Just leave it alone. Yeah, just leave it alone. I Keep it to your own brand. There's so many good Adidas tops out there they can actually work with, and I yeah. I, I, I hope they do, because... Yeah. Don't ruin something good. Adidas. 
Adidas recreate Adidas. Let Nike do those that work if they want to re- recreate it. Exactly. You know? I want like I want the ninety four or ninety two to ninety four. I think it was remade with the blue yeah. shirt going across with the big red JVC. Obviously, that'd be a lot different now with like a red fly Emirates. They could easily do so much with that, and it, I would, yeah. I'd bloody give my hard earned money for that one two times over if they did that. To be honest, yeah. But oh well, it's just how they are. And to be honest, I was I forgot to mention this. I might be buying rebuying the second jersey soon, the away jersey, because as you know, I did sell my other one because it had a sleeve defect. I may have done that myself but that's okay i want to try and get the player authentic one this time with the big number eight martin odegaard on it i'm hoping to i'm hoping to i'm gonna keep that updated hopefully i want to have that by next episode so we'll see how we go with that one as well so seb um yeah i'm gonna start a new segment now um we're gonna start this is my segment by the way we're gonna start uh, doing this around this time in the, ep- in the episodes on the upcoming weeks every week now. Yep. And it's going to consist of certainty of the week and hero. Certainty will be what I'm going to talk about now, and then the hero will be at the end of the episode. Yep. So I'll just quickly touch on that. Like, the hero will be based on someone in the Premier League. It doesn't have to be Arsenal. but just something that's happened in the Premier League um, or in the cup games like the FA Cup or, you know, the League Cup, whatever's happened. Just something some, like a player or a fan or something that I think is just deserves to have a hero recognition. Yeah. And then the certainty of the week is obviously just a certain thing that I think in a prediction might happen. Sometimes it can be Arsenal-based, sometimes not. And this time I'm going to go with this my certainty of the week this week. It's a bombshell, I think. But just based on our performance happened this morning, Arsenal will grab a point at the Etihad. Ooh. That is my certainty of the week. That's going to come back to bite you if it doesn't, but oh, I can I can say it's possible. And then, obviously, next episode, we'll touch base on the certainty, see if I'm a clown or not. (laughs) (laughs) Certainty if you're a clown or not. But, yeah, look, it's possible. Like, we're going to touch on the West Brom game very shortly, but I can see it happening as well. So, we're going to get to the Chelsea game, sadly. We have to talk about that one. Okay, the Chelsea game, yeah. So, it was a 2-0 loss to us, and before we get to that, we did sign... We did sign Ramsdale and Odegaard before this game, obviously. Yep. But obviously, they weren't playing yet. They got shown off a bit more in this game. Odegaard came out at the start. I think a lot of people forgot about that bit because of the actual yep. game itself. But good on Odegaard and Ramsdale, yep. you know, coming into the club. But we hope they do well. We'll talk about them because they come into the next game soon. But a 2-0 loss to Chelsea wasn't ideal, but expected as well. I'd like to take a point, but I think we kind of knew what was going to happen there. With um, an big Robin Lulikaku getting his debut goal. We knew that was going to happen in the 15th minute and Reese James in the 35th. Now, I was asleep again because it's at a shocking time, but you can talk about this game a little bit more, Seb. Yeah. Work didn't help you that morning. Nick was yeah. at work, unfortunately. I woke up at 3.30. Yeah. I woke up at 3.30 a.m. saw the score. I'm like, I'll bug this back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I was awake because I didn't have work the next morning, which was good. But yeah, so I woke up at a shitty time to watch that game. No excuses. Like, doesn't. I'm not saying. Oh, that's that shit for me. Shit for everyone that actually fucking spent hundreds of pounds just to go watch them. Oh the yeah. Game at the yeah. Emirates. So, um, yeah. Two 0 loss. Lukaku, Pablo Mari, just just got bullied all day. Oh, he did get bullied by the highlights I've seen. Just, <laughs> just wasn't fair. Yeah. Um, we didn't really make it. Like, there were basically there were mistakes that led to goals, but. I didn't see any sort of the the classic passing around the back that led to a goal. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like that was a positive. 
like we didn't we we passed around the back, but we didn't miss. I don't know if you. I'm trying to say is like we didn't actually miss a pass around the back that turned into a goal, which we have done in the past. Yeah, but it was just pure um, men against boys. And oh, 100%. Lukaku, like, we just sat off Lukaku, which I think was the right thing to do, but he just turned Mari too quickly, and, you know, he just, he's just, just got so much room. Yeah. I mean, it is Lukaku. He just came off an absolute, you know, crazy season with Inter Milan. We thought he was kind of done and dusted until he went down. He's really revived his career now, and now at Chelsea, he's just going to show that he's going to dominate the Premier League, I think, for the rest of the season. What was your prediction for the game in the last episode? I think I went for a 1-1 draw. You did. Guess oh, what I went for? What'd you go for? 2-0 Chelsea, remember? <laughs> you did go 2-0 Chelsea? So, so I, I said 3-0 Chelsea, which basically should have happened, but Leno saved a Lukaku header right in the literally one meter. Oh, good save. good save. Good save. Great save. But yeah, I predicted right, 2-0. And obviously, I think a lot of people would have got that right, but I just knew we had, we weren't, one, we weren't going to score. Like, I think we should have scored with Rob Holding. He had a really, really easy opportunity. Right in front of goal, but it was saved. I oh, know, sorry, it wasn't saved. He, he headed it wide, which is just so frustrating. Yeah, and you look at the starting lineup we had. We had Martinelli up front. We had Sakura on the left, ESR in the middle, and Pepe up front. And then obviously Balogun and um, Aubameyang eventually came on, same as Nuno Tavares. Yep. So uh, we get Aubameyang because obviously he's been out with COVID for a little bit. I'm surprised. We're gonna wait for Laka to come back in, but. Like we'll see how we go. It is not the greatest, and we got three red, ca- uh, three yellow cards. And they said red. What the hell? But you look at. <laughs> I'm looking at the stats here. Ten fouls to four. We were just trying to bully them with fouls, and it didn't work. When they dominate us with sixty five percent possession to thirty five, yeah. they doubled our passes. Their accuracy on passing was a lot better. They had twenty two shots, but five on target. Still, as I said, men men against boys. But the only the positive thing for me, uh, uh, Sambi Lakonga. Yeah. What a player. He's actually really good. What a signing. He he was my shining light. And I think we're going to see that, every, you know, most games this season. He's definitely got to start against Manchester City. He um, has to. He is a really good player, and I'm really looking forward to watching him this season. He was my shining light that game, for sure. Yeah, that's good as well. Um, the only thing that's not good is we're in the relegation zone. We are currently 19th on the table with no wins, no draws, two losses, and we have a, we've conceded four goals. That's still four less than Norwich City but still the same as Newcastle and the teams above us, Burnley, Wolves, Leeds, all them kind of players. But we're currently sitting in the relegation battle. It's not going to last, we know that, but still, it's kind of scary at the start of the season scary, to be right. down we haven't, there. Scored, we haven't scored a goal in the league yet for the first time in our history. Like I said, so, Man City is going to be a tough game, obviously, but I think Norwich will be the game we're looking at to, you know, really assert ourselves because that's going to be a bottom of the table clash at this rate, to be honest. No, it, <laughs> is, on, but... it will be. It will be, but I don't know. It, it is what it is in the end. It I is think, what it is. Like, yeah. But we can have a bit of a shining light because this morning we played in the Carabao Cup and we had a good 6-0 win against West Bromwich yeah. Albion. Yeah, on, wow. a positive note, that's, on a positive note, a 6-0 win against West Brom. I know West Brom, they, he's their manager, they bring out a team, like a lot of youngsters. I don't think they were knowing they were going to win. I don't. I, I think they're just not really concentrating because they, they really didn't bring out a good team. But my shine of that game, obviously, our bombing Patrick was all class. Oh, a few beautiful. Tappings, but his third, his third goal was just unbelievable. That was um, amazing, that goal. That was oh, that was brilliant to how watch. How good was Odegaard's assist as well? It Odegaard's, was so good, I think, mate. That was a nice, nice little flick. I get we're playing West Bromwich Albion, but you still got to recognise that was beautiful to be playing against, even though they're at, what, second division side at the moment. Yeah. But you got to remember, they're a team that's in and out of the Premier League, you know, pretty consistently. They don't stay up enough, but... 
that's okay. But you've got to look at them. We played them over there. You know, the away fans would have been loving that game because they thought, oh, yeah, maybe we might be able to get one on Arsenal. They've been playing yeah. really shit. No, we brought it out with the full squad. Like, you've got Pierre playing. You had Pepe playing. You had Lacquer. You had Saka. You had probably one of our dominant lineups, like yeah. Odegaard playing. You had Al Neni. You had Xhaka. Nuno Tavares got, you know, into the fullback spot because, obviously, Tierney's a bit sore at the moment as well. Yeah. Callum Chambers played. Rob Holding and... The weird one was Sade Klazenak, to be honest with you. I don't really get that, but we've got, we got no other option. Aaron Ramsdale's debut, and oh. I have to say, I think he was... I know he didn't really do much because they, they didn't have many shots, but I, I reckon he was one of our men in the matches. Oh, yeah, he, 100%. His, his distri- distribution with the ball to create that counter, a quick, fast counter-attack, he's a good player. He's a good player, and I was, I was really happy um, to get him... To start, you know, well done to Arteta for starting him. And, well, he had to, surely. Surely. And, yeah, he was just really, really good on the night. And I, I think he was probably, obviously, Aubameyang, three goals and assist. Yep. For me, other than Aubameyang, I think he was our man of the match. He was very good. And I, I think Arteta should start him against Manchester City. Yeah, that's that can almost that can also be a certainty of the week. But we won't say that because we know what Arteta's like. He's probably going to bring Leno out. But, yeah, don't get me wrong. Great display. It's good to see Pierre and Mika Bamiang finally hitting, yeah. you know, the goals. We've been talking about yeah, it a lot. The, he just had to hit the back of the net, and it's it's got to be really a confidence booster, not for himself, but the team. Even if, it's, even if it's two tap-ins, who cares? But the third goal is the biggest booster of all. That was an amazing goal mm. to kick. Like, considering the dry spell he's been going through, good on him for getting that, to be honest. And even Lacazette to get a goal late in the game. He just came on as the sub, basically. Oh, no, he just got subbed off after that. Sorry, my apologies. But he still got onto the score sheet as well. It's good to see, like, it's our strong players, like Pepe and even Saka, are scoring as well, which is, I think, the best to see. Like, Aubameyang scored in the 45th, Pepe scored in the 46th as well, so. And shout-out shout out to uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, who came on uh, during the, in the second half, and he played in his natural position this time in the midfield. Yeah. And he got an, he got an assist. He got an assist, and he played really well. So, yeah, shout-out to good. Ainsley. Um, we've tried him in fullback before, obviously, wing-back. It didn't really work, but midfield-wise... You know, we got rid of Willock. I think this is this. He's going to get a bit of a chance this season. I hope I, on the bench. I think um, if Arteta was choosing, you know, who's going to be on the bench for the City game, I really hope he puts Maitland Niles in there over someone like Alneni or something. If they don't start, yeah, because I think it will be starting Shaka and you know Lokonga, Odegaard ahead of these guys. Smith wrote yeah. it, and obviously Partey's injured, but put him on the bench and give him a go in the second half against City because I th- I want him to see how he goes against a good team. Yeah, especially in the midfield because that's his natural position, and he, to me, he went really well. He went really well. I was really impressed with him. Like I said, I hope we come out with like good players for this game, good starting lineup. I get there's there's a few strong players like Saka, Orba, Pepe, even Odegaard. They all did start that game against um, what do you call it, West Brom? They need to obviously, hopefully, get their fitness ready to go by Saturday night for us here over here. It's it's a short turnaround, but then obviously after this game, we've got. I think one game after that before the international break as well. Oh, no, actually, I think the international break's coming up now. My apologies, but we need a really... Like I said, we're talking about previewing the City and Arsenal game now. I would like to take... I'll take a 1-1 against them, to be honest, as well, because... So that, that's going to be a prediction? My prediction, yeah, because if we bring out this team, if we can do 6-0 against West Brom, I usually think we can take a point from Man City as well. I agree with you on that one. Yeah, two very two different sides, though, but two... two like, Two sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to go off like our performance heading into the City game, I- I'm right. not going to say, oh, just because we've won 6-0, we're going to draw against 
City. I think just purely based on confidence, I think we can draw this game. I'm going to go, obviously, as well, 1-1. You might think we're crazy, but I think 1-1 against City, and I'll be over the moon. If we didn't have a good game against West Brom, I would have taken a, a loss because I think, let's going to say this now, I'll go, Aubameyang will get a first league goal, and on the other end of the spectrum, I think it'll be Ferran Torres, to be honest. Okay. I'll, I think I'll go, yeah, 1-1. I think Nico Pepe to score. Yep. And on the other end, um, Harry Kane, joking. Um, <laughs> Ferran Torres, you went? I went Ferran Torres, yep. I might go from a header from someone like Ruben Diaz, maybe. Oh, don't do that to we're us. we're shocking at defending. We're shocking. Pieces. Well, I'm not sure it will. I don't think Ben White will be back for the game because he'll still be in no, isolation for a bit. So. But as soon as we get, I'd say, Ben White and Gabriel back, I think we've got a good chance of a good defense. So you get, I don't think Ballerin's going to be playing anyways. He's going to get offloaded. So if we bring in someone like Gabriel Kieran Trippier, back. yeah, bring Gabriel back, pair him up with Ben White and Tierney. Maybe if we're going to get Trippier, we better fucking do it because we only got a few days. But if we get Trippier on the right, that's a good defense to take. To maybe, you know, I wouldn't say get us above the table too high, but keep us in above mid-table for sure at least. Then, you know, make the challenge next year because obviously we've got Carabao Cup. We're still in. We've got AFC Wimbledon. So I think that might be another yeah. easy kind of win, no offense. And then FA Cup, I haven't, FA Cup's not far away as well. So I'm happy to see that. But hopefully against Man City, we can do the job there. And quickly on maybe some of the Premier League results in the past week, we had a fair few games. I watched a handful of them myself. So you had Liverpool beat Burnley 2-0, which was a good game. You know, Burnley tried to hold on. Not much they could do there. Aston Villa to Newcastle 0. It was a bit of a surprise. I thought Newcastle was going to go over Aston Villa, but good on them. Um, I think Palace and Brentford will be happy to take a point each in that game because Brentford undefeated for two games at the start of the season. Good on them, to be honest with you. Good on them. Good on to Patrick Vieira getting his first point. Yeah, good on him. Um, and, as a manager. Yeah, and you got Leeds versus Everton was a pretty... Well, that game got a bit scrappy as well, but you got Dominic Calvin-Lewin, obviously, still being the display he had, and then Leeds United, good on him for... You know, they dominated the game for most of it as well. Putting Everton on the back foot, which is something you don't see often. Um, Brighton versus Watford, I think... I was a bit shocked by Watford going down 2-0 after their display last week, but mm. it happens. Um, Emiliano Sarr had a pretty poor game. Yeah, look, you had Shane Duffy and, and Neil Mapai to actually score that game. We'll quickly touch on Man City Norwich. That was a 5 0 flogging. So, Jack Grealish got yes. his first goal. He, Jack yeah, Grealish got his first goal, got on him. But Tim Cruel, a bit oh, cruelly, got his own it was, goal. It, yeah, it was his first goal, but it literally bounced off. He didn't even strike it. <laughs> it just came off his leg. But he'll take it because, mate. He'll take it. He'll take can it. you believe it or not? Norwich only had one shot that whole game and was off target. So. That's Man City effect. They had ninety three percent pass accuracy. That is ridiculous. And the next game, uh, Southampton met United. I like to call this one Nick, just because oh. Man United are frauds. Oh. We had we had a bet go- we had a bet going in our betting group uh, with a few of my mates. Uh, shout out to William Hill. <laughs> William Hill. <laughs> God. Oh, and God. we were going to win five hundred Australian bucks, so around two fifty three hundred pounds was on the line to win. And all had to, United had to do was get the freaking three points. They had so many shots. They bring on Jesse fucking Lingard to oh, try God. and they, win. They tried points. everything. They tried everything. It's just fuck it. Fuck Manchester United. Anyway, frauds, 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 frauds. Mate, they were. They look like they didn't want to try and attack that game. That was one of the games it, I watched the looked, most. Like, what are you don't doing? Don't you want to get three points? Don't you want to get three? They're literally playing for the draw in like the last ten minutes. And then they were trying to attack, and they were just doing stupid balls everywhere. I'm just like, oh, I hate. Ever since that Man United's passion, I've hated them more than ever now. 
fucking blank. Fucking Honestly. Absolute anyway, fraud. It's not about the money, but Jesus Christ, we could have won 500. That's another five shirts. That's another five <laughs> shirts right there. Fuck <laughs> um, me. We're going to our rivals now. we got Tottenham. Um, they defeated Wolves 1-0 with a Dele Alley penalty. Um, Harry Kane featured this game. He came off Dele's the bench. Alley. Deli Smelly. Um, Kane's officially saying he's staying for the summer at least. So, same shit as always. Even last year, he goes, Oh, yeah, I'm going to leave, but just stays in the end because it's Harry Kane. I think he's causing controversy, but yeah. Man City still want to strike, and apparently Ronaldo's looking to go there. Fucking hell if that happens. But, How much are they going to give him? Fucking the, 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 every, every player's liver, a brain. God, I don't understand arm. it. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> How can um, you afford them? How can you afford him? I don't know. It's like PSG. They can afford anyone. If they're going to offload Mbappe now, which is just even bigger news to go with at the moment, that's it's crazy in the world of football right now. We obviously had our 2-0 loss as well to Chelsea. We're not going to talk about it. But the surprising one of the week, actually, a little bit, was West Ham winning 4-1 to Leicester City. Wow. what a! I, I didn't expect that. I was going for Leicester to win that game. But good on West Ham. Honestly, good on them. Good on the Hammers. That was, it was a really good win. And just touch on that, that'll jump me into the last segment of the show, which will be my hero of the week. Yep. And obviously, my hero of the week this week has to go be nothing but the beast, Mikel Antonio. Yep. He scored two goals and assist, if you don't mind, in the win over 4-1 over Leicester. Yep. And it was actually his 48th goal in the top flight um, for the for the Hammers, and he actually broke Paolo Di Canio's record. So how good was that? How he good is that? Top flight goal scoring record of Paolo Di Canio's, I think it was 47. Yeah. Yeah. Mikel Antonio grabbed his 48th goal and he celebrated by lifting and kissing a Mikel Antonio cardboard <laughs> cutout. How good was that? How good is that? Like, good on him for that one. Um, I'll good take the him. point. So he is my, he's my hero of the week. Good on you, Mikel Antonio. You're a star. You're a star, son. Thank you for the points as well for my fantasy team. Absolutely boosted me to the win for the week. Screw you, Seb. But you could also look at, I was going to say one more thing about that Leicester game is they took off Vardy, Madison, and Barnes in that game. What, what are you thinking in your head for that as well? Did they, have a, did they have a game during the midweek? I don't think they did. I don't know. I don't think they did that I can remember. I could be wrong, there's no though. Europe, there's, there's no Europe yet. There's a Europe. Europe. No, nah, I think there's not much going on besides that at the moment. But, yeah, it's just, oh, I don't it's understand it. By, um, Saying James Mad- sure. Jay Madison, come to the Arsenal, big man. Come to the Arsenal still. But we're looking at, I think, Alwa, they want to get rid of, um, Leon want to get rid of Alwa now. They're accepting a loan deal, and they've chopped his price down from, I think, 50 mil down to 25 mil. So if they can pick him up for the end of the um, signing windows, I will take that as well. I'll I'll be happy with that. Buy him, buy him, buy him, buy him. Buy him, buy him, buy him. And then, yeah, so I'll take it. And obviously, we're playing Man City coming up. This is going to be the last game week before we go, I think, on the two-week international break, which... Funny or not, the EPL is denying every player to go out on international duty because they don't want to spread the COVID or COVID coming back into yeah, England. I, th- I don't think it's every player, but it's like the players in the red red zones, their country. Yeah. So Mo Salah, uh, all the Brazilians, obviously the Egyptians. Yeah. There's a, f- there's a few players out there. So Liverpool, like as a club, they'll be happy. But I think the players in a personal level, they want to represent their country. I don't think they'll be happy about it. So. They don't want to be happy. I think these are starting to be the World Cup qualifiers as well, which is the yeah, bit... Yeah, it, it is. It is the World Cup it's, qualifiers, it's which is massive. Time. massive. Yeah, Especially it's Especially for a, 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 a nation like Egypt. They, they need Mo Salah. Yeah, without Mo Salah, no offense. They, I don't think they really have much without him. Nothing yeah. against the actual country and the nation, the team in general, but when you get or a team that's got like a big player like Mo Salah, they don't have much without him. And, I feel bad for that team, but like I said, I get why they're doing England, even though their COVID cases are through the bloody roof again. But they're vaccinated, so they don't care. 
which is fair enough. They go have crowds while we're here stuck in lockdown still because people around here don't listen at all. Yeah, so, yeah, as you know, lockdown been two weeks now, I think, and it's going to be extended, I think. Oh, it already has been, I'm pretty sure. Like, we're still getting yeah. 80 cases a day. Into comparison, like I said, 80 cases a day is a lot for what we're used to because we're not fully vaccinated. We've got very low rates in the moment, but... But we've done, as me and you, as we said before, we've done what we can. We've got our first dose, we get our second dose in six, seven, eight weeks, whenever it is. And that's the most we can do after that. Let's go to the pub, please. Yeah, let's go to the pub. And then, I mean, we're doing better than Gladys Barbecue Chicken up above us in New South Wales, who's got, <laughs> who's just broken a thousand daily cases. You believe it or not, I think she's only about 800 cases. So tomorrow's numbers will officially make him jump higher than Victoria for the most total COVID cases since the start of the pandemic. So they're literally the worst state. They're going to be they're going to be classified as the worst state after this because obviously we had our peak, but we did really well. Gladys doesn't give a crap. She's going to give all these people fully vaccinated, give them all their, you know, fun stuff to do. But even though they're going to get a thousand cases a day, and these people will still keep contracting COVID. That's the problem because you're not going to not get COVID. You're just going to, you know, less chance you go in the hospital. Obviously, the less chance you get it. The premier of Sydney, New South Wales, Sydney's in New South Wales, whatever. The premier is. A wanker, and a she's wanker. a moron. She's a moron, and yeah, yeah. Gladys There's nothing Berry much Chicklin. I can say. She's a freaking idiot, and we don't want to talk about that. Lucky, good old Tim from Football House is down. Really, he's down under. He's down under. He's down under. Like that had a little bit of a scare. That a little bit of a scare as well. But he's going to enjoy uh, another football uh, finals down there. So you enjoy that, Tim? Yeah, I, I don't. Who do you go? Bulldogs. I don't remember who Tim goes for, but mate, tell us who you go for. You're going to be loving the AFL finals down there. Even just go down to a couple of games. You you got to like really push for Tasmania to have sports regardless, if it's AFL or soccer. I know you guys, soccer, sorry, football, my bad. But because we're talking about You're both contexts. I know, because we're talking about both contexts there. So football yeah, Tas- Tassie needs both kind of football down there, to be honest. And I hope they yeah. both get them. Because even if they have a full A-league team in there, it's going to do massive wonders for them down there. Like get a proper stadium, You're not, not playing at York Park in front of a few thousand people on a Wednesday night. It's not fair on them when West Sydney and I are there. Give them a Saturday night slot at least. Mm. But Just get, to get the sports going down there. They love it. I think I think giving them the finals for the AFL as well is what's actually helping them get their bid across. Because I feel like there's some going on behind the scenes here. Like, you know, they're working on it. Plus, I think there was all that argument between, I think, I don't know, one person and Gil McLaughlin and yada, yada, yada. So I think this is Gil McLaughlin's way of saying, you know what? I'm sorry. Here you go. Have some finals as well. Hmm. But that's the closest we're getting to crowds anywhere in Australia. And it's still not 100% because New South Wales. No offense to people up there, but I'm pissed off your premier, not you guys, okay? We hope we hope everyone over there is safe and well and mentally and physically. 100%, yep, just, always. Yeah, just got to keep up and keep going. Just do the right thing. Stay with your rules. Go get your vaccines. I, I get some people are against vaccines, but like, if you're against it, that's okay. But just let other people get it as well. There's, there's a lot of people out there that go, I don't want it, but you guys can get it. That's okay. But then there's the real wankers that are like, no, 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 you can't get it either because I can't get it. Now, that's just and every bullshit. And in the world that is protesting against COVID, go fucking die in a hole. I bet you're a Tottenham fan. Fuck you. Tottenham fans, I hope you get COVID. Oh, no, that's a bit rough. Sorry. But well, that's rough. That's rough. Right, but guys, that's um, a joke. That's a joke. That, <laughs> that'll be it for the show today. I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode, uh, episode seven. Yep. Um, we'll be back at you. Uh, we'll upload this, I think, after the City game, but we'll be back oh, at, you, back at might... you out to... Oh, well, we might, we'll, I want to try and do it before the Man City game. So give someone to listen to this. But then before the Norwich game, we'll try and do the next episode. And we have a bit of an idea. Oh, yeah, we, sorry, yeah. We'll, we have, we have sorry, an idea. 
we have an idea for this Man City game. We might actually be on a live call, Man Seb ourselves, and we might record our reactions voices. Reactions, and in yeah. the next episode, we'll put the highlights in. We might do that. We'll see. We can't guarantee it, but if we can do it, we'll put it in. Yeah, so if we can do it something different. I can finally watch a game. It's at 9.30 p.m. on a Saturday night here in Australia. That is nice, uh, beautiful. Nice early, nice early kickoff for the, the blokes in, uh, in, in uh, Manchester and uh, down here, down under. Yeah, Melbourne, like, so which is you good. Got- you got us here, and you got your brother, who's obviously a Man City supporter, scum right now to us. But he'll be obviously, you know, lurking around in that call if we do it as well. But if we do, guys, you will know. But we will obviously still be here before the Norwich City episode to get another one out as well. All right, my right, words yeah. here. Good on you. So yeah, good on you, mate. And uh, we'll be back at you soon. So thank you everyone for listening again. Thanks, guys. Um, you know, if, where to follow us on Instagram, follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, everything's, us, everything's in the show notes, by the way. Sorry, guys. Everything's in the show notes. Yep. DM us, email us at Arsenal Shirts and uh, Arsenal Shirts. Oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> Arsenal okay. Shirt Podcast at gmail.com and follow my Instagram, Arsenal Shirts and yeah. 86, exposing fake jersey sellers and away shirts. Yeah, and like I said, um, the um the podcast page is only not far away from a hundred subscri- uh, hundred yeah, followers. Uh, sorry, hundred followers, which is really good. I think we so might do we, a bit of a giveaway. That we'll do a bit of a giveaway. Yeah, yeah why we'll not? Do a bit so of a giveaway, if we can so. hit that. If you haven't followed already, definitely follow the Instagram and the Spotify, please. It'll help please do out it, a lot. Oh, we love you guys all just to make sure. So get us to 100. I will, I'm going to say it. We'll do a giveaway, 100%. We'll find a shirt and we'll do a big giveaway on it as well. All right, awesome. Thank you awesome. guys for listening. Bye. Bye. Now that.